I was getting in the zone. The Moida zone. Moida zone. The Moida zone. We changed our makeup. I, I put on a beard while I was picking my um, food. <laughs> so off. <laughs> it's just yeah. basically a bit of purple powder. There's nothing fancy. Here I am with the same face. <laughs> episode after episode. <laughs> Doesn't she look tired? Always appearing the same. <laughs> Never changed my makeup at all. <laughs> Just getting stale and old now. Hello, I'm Sister Alaska Lots. And I'm Sister Babushka. And this, this is utter nonsense. <laughs> Aye, the show where we pour a cup of hot tea. And we utter whatever nonsense pops into our heads. As you can tell by now, it's a laid-back chat amongst very good friends here. <laughs> and we upload a brand new episode once a month, every month, on the first of the month. And lots of wonderful little tidbits of nonsense in between. Well, yippee ki fucking a <laughs> yippee ki yay, motherfucker! <sighs> I did keep that. Long. I did keep that in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do oh. it in the next episode. It's going to become tradition. That'll be the third time. Well, I mean, we've got to think about what we want to change for season four. So. I need a new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> yippee ki yay, motherfucker, is as good as any. It's better than, like, fucking... Oh, fuck, I've forgotten every fucking cat. McLovin' it, the McDonald's thing, that's shit. Do-do-do-do-do, McLovin' it. Yeah, fuck them. Do-do-do-do-do, we're fucking them. <laughs> No, that is the theme tune <laughs> of our brothel that we run. Come on. <laughs> are we ready for some preamble? Ambling the prees, are we? Oh, dear. Ambling the prees. Used to be you'd go to jail for doing that. <laughs> Makes me think of Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wombles amble, don't they? Yeah. When I was growing up, I didn't really understand what they were because they were slightly before my time. But I was aware of them. And so I misunderstood the song. When it said it was the Wombles of Wimbledon, I often got the Womble and the Wimble mixed up. So I thought it was the Wimbles of Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> also, imagine my surprise when I found out Wimbledon was a real place. Because for years I thought it was just to do with Wombles. And <laughs> 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 I'd quite happily sing away. The Wimbles of Wimbledon, Wimbling free. <laughs> I fucking... Hated the Wombles. Yeah, me too. They were so weird. <laughs> and do you know what? I really also hated the fucking Moomins as a child. They were also weird. <laughs> and the one I hated the most was the magic fucking roundabout. Oh, it was weird, but in a different way. <laughs> oh, that was that an was, trip. That was a trip, sure, yes. <laughs> Did you ever see the episode of Rainbow where they were all off their faces? No, I never watched Rainbow. Oh my. I was a huge fan of Rainbow when I was very little. I was too young. 
And it wasn't until later that I discovered there was a banned episode. They'd filmed it, but it wasn't allowed to be shown because they were genuinely off their faces and making really rude jokes. (laughs) (laughs) And it got leaked on the internet eventually, so you can find it. And it's got people like, you know, talking about, you know, some lassie banging her drum and like, oh, yes, we were up banging all night long. It was lots of fun. <laughs> and then I think I've one... seen that. <laughs> and one puppet says, oh, I've only got a little one. <laughs> and the other one says, well, I've got a great big pink one. <laughs> but anyway, this is not the episode for that. <laughs> now, if you're watching this video, chances are you have a healthy interest in fun nuns. Doesn't get any more fun than the nuns from... Utter nonsense. No, no, no. I mean, the 1992 hit film, Sister Act. If you're anything like us, you've probably watched Sister Act a fair few times. But today, we're here to share with you 10 amazing things you probably didn't know about Sister Act. That's right, Sister Babushka. While we were focused on Whoopi Goldberg's talent, there were some rather more surprising things going on behind the scenes. Why is it my mind goes somewhere dirty when you say that? (laughs) I cannot be held responsible for your thoughts. (laughs) Naturally, this episode will be full of non-related spoilers. So if you've somehow not seen Sister Act already, you may want to go watch it first. And the sequel. Otherwise, let's just dive straight into some intriguing facts about Sister Act. (laughs) Woohoo! Zoidberg, get out of here. So, straight in with our first fact. Did you know that Whoopi Goldberg was not the first choice for the lead role in Sister Act? Really? But but Whoopi was so good. It's actually hard to imagine anyone else actually playing that role justice. It's, I agree, it's hard to imagine. However, the person they initially approached was actually Bette Midler. She declined, though. Apparently, she didn't think her fans would dig the habit. <laughs> oh, that joke. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes are the best. <laughs> oh, you're in a bad habit of making those jokes. <laughs> certainly am. <laughs> Fortunately for us, Whoopi stepped in and brought her magic to the role of Dolores instead. Really, it wouldn't be right without her now, would it? There are just some people that are meant to play certain roles, and like to have anyone else just feels like sacrilege. Yeah, she she just made it her own. So our next fact revolves around the screenwriter of Sister Act. Ah, yes. Now, I believe there was an air of mystery to them, no? <laughs> Indeed, Sister Alaska. The credited screenwriter is uh, Joseph Howard. However, no such screenwriter actually exists. Joseph Howard is, in fact, a pseudonym. Wait, you're serious? <laughs> so, okay, who did write Sister Act then? It was Sister Joan! <laughs> oh, we are honoured by your presence, Sister Joan. <laughs> <laughs> the original script was actually written by Paul Rudnick, but the final script had contributions from a number of other talented screenwriters, such as Carrie Fisher. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) All was to be the only writer credited, but didn't feel like the finished product resembled the original script. 
So he chose to credit the fiction, the fictional Joseph instead. I think that was quite a fact. How do I follow that up? (laughs) However, (laughs) speaking of key figures in the film's creation, I think that we should mention the director, Emil Ardolino. Oh, yeah. He was the director for Dirty Dancing, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was also an openly gay man. I remember this was back in the 60s, 70s and 80s when that wasn't actually a common thing to be so open about it. Sadly, Emil's life and career were cut short when he passed away in 1993 due to complications from AIDS. Oh, that is so tragic. You know, it's just another amazingly talented person losing their life too soon because of the AIDS crisis, which we know mainly affected the queer community because it wasn't seen as the health pandemic it was at the time by the rest of society. So that is such a shame that even if it wasn't 100% preventable at the time because the medicine and the knowledge wasn't necessarily there, it's still tragic that that that, light, that was another life cut short. So we do owe a debt of gratitude to his remarkable work in actually bringing about Sister Act and making sure it came to life. It also means that Sister Act would have been one of his final pieces of work, given that it came out just a year before he passed away. Mm, I think it's amazing to have such such a brilliant film be one of the last pieces in your catalogue of work as well. That's really, you know, it is tragic to end so soon, but it is also that thing that artists and creators would strive for is finishing on a high and hats off to him and, yeah, may rest in power. Maybe on to cheerio topics. (laughs) Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck knows what Alaska put in the script. It could be anything coming up next. <laughs> Did you know that one of the nuns in Sister Act was a famous centenarian? Oh, really? I'm I'm trying to think now about all the nuns in the film and which ones were particularly old. Was it was she one of the ones in the choir, maybe? Yes. Yes, she was. Her name was Ellen Albertini Dow. And she was better known as the rapping granny from The Wedding Singer. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, I know who you're talking about now. Oh, she's amazing. I think, yeah, she lived to like the grand old age of 101 or something, didn't she? She did indeed. Although it should be noted that I think she was a rather more sprightly 78 when in Sister Act. Oh, but a, but a young nun. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got Joan whispering over here that she is at least 200 plus and she's doing fine. So she doesn't know what people are saying that 100's old. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I have an interesting fact for you. I don't know if it will top yours, but let's see. It's an interesting coincidence. You know the actor Harvey Keitel? Yeah. He was the gangster boyfriend, Vince, right? Yes. Well, he actually found himself in two very different movies about nuns in the same year. Alongside Sister Act, he also starred in Bad Lieutenant, which featured a nun whose case he goes on to solve. (laughs) Well, clearly 1992 was the, the fucking year nuns on the big screen 
apparently it was also the year of crimes against nuns on the big screen. (laughs) (laughs) Watch out, 90s nuns. (laughs) Oh, it was just a bad time. I mean, 1992, that wasn't memorable for Babushka at all that year either. (laughs) By the way, do you know where Sister Act was set? Oh, I think it was in San Francisco. Correct. But did you know that in the original script, the story was actually set out in Chicago? Oh, seriously? Do you know, actually, somehow I can kind of picture it working well in Chicago. Wow. Why did, do you know why they changed the location? Oh, I do indeed. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't be bringing this hot fact to you. It's because of Whoopi. She was that she is. <laughs> she was like, change the location. That was totally not her voice. That was terrible. (laughs) She felt that she had more connection to San Francisco and actually convinced them to move the entire film. (laughs) You go with me. (laughs) That is some star power. And they also shot the church scene, rather upper middle class area, and had to dress down the neighbourhood to fit in with the whole plot. Oh, we can't have the nuns going to an actual, like, run-down area. No, 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 that's not safe enough. Let us pick this really posh place. We'll just dress it down a bit. (laughs) Well, as we already said, it was the year for crimes against nuns. They had to play it safe. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) Okay, well, here's another delightful little tidbit for you about some of the mischievous actors and their bad habits. (laughs) Oh, I do love a very naughty nun. (laughs) So, apparently, some of the actors just couldn't resist the opportunity to have a lot of fun with their nun costumes. So it seems that quite a few cast actually went out on the town to places like casinos in their costumes for a laugh. (laughs) That's brilliant. That's epic trolling. Even better, two of them even ordered room service and then answered the door while still dressed as nuns and they made sure that they had an adult movie playing in the background to troll the staff of the hotel. <laughs> that, that, that's perfect. Those are some very naughty nuns and I'm living for it. It is totally... I imagine we would have done that. If we'd been on set, we would have done the same shit. <laughs> I'm totally here for it. <laughs> So, enough about nuns for a second. Let's talk about Dolores' girl group, the Ronells. Ah, the Ronells. I always thought there was something about that name that sounded so familiar, but I've never been able to put my finger on why. It was a really well-named group, though. Well, I'm going to help you put your finger on it, because their name is actually a clever reference to two iconic 60s pop bands. Ah. The Ronettes... And the Shirelles is basically a homage to... Fuck. I can say homage. Why is that wrong? Homage. Homage. Like fromage. I do love a bit of fromage. <laughs> it's basically a fromage to the girl group era. <laughs> because it was so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Well, I think it's actually rather charming. Um, It's a very clever little reference. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you might. I thought it was brilliant. (laughs) You've been reading those jokes out of the cheese calendar again, haven't you? (laughs) Oh, you caught me. (laughs) Now it's time to delve into the more interesting side of Sister Act. 
and talk about the legal side. You see, the movie faced not one, but two lawsuits. Ooh, wow. That's that's not something you'd really expect from a film about nuns. No. <laughs> so the first one was in 1993, shortly after Sister Act's release. And the lawsuit claimed that the film plagiarised a novel, which was called A Nun in the Closet. They made an offer of $1 million to settle out of court, but it was refused and they had to go to court. Turns out the person who put in the lawsuit lost anyway. (laughs) Well, it turns out that nun should have stayed in the closet and not bothered with a legal case, eh? (laughs) But wait, you said two, so what, what was the second one then? Oh, it's even better. <laughs> so the second lawsuit was filed in 2011, many years later, by a real nun. <laughs> but what about? So this nun was called Delois Blakely, and she claims that the film ripped off her 1987 autobiography, which was called The Harlem Street Nun. She took it all the way to high court, where eventually it got thrown out. That's basically waiting 20 years for the super popular film before you decide to sue. Yes. (laughs) Well, no wonder that got thrown out. (laughs) Maybe she was just after a bit of extra publicity for her book. It'd been a while. Sales were down. (laughs) Authors gotta eat, don't they? (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, of course... As we've said before, Sister Act wasn't just a one-hit wonder. There's a whole lot more nonsense where that came from. That's right, because in 1993, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habits, hit the theatres. It successfully maintains the spirit of the original film, which is very rare in sequels, can I say. And although it didn't surpass its predecessor, it was still quite successful. I know. I love it when a sequel actually sticks a landing and is faithful to the one that's come before it. So good. Oh, Ave Maria. (laughs) We can't possibly forget the musical adaptation of Sister Act. Following the success of the film, Sister Act made its way onto the stage. First in London's West End, and then Broadway, darling. And here is our final fact, the final cherry on top of the cake. A third Sister Act movie is in the works. In 2018, Disney Plus announced the development of a script for Sister Act 3 called Kicking the Habit. And they've got two talented writers confirmed to be on board. And Whoopi Goldberg herself has confirmed her involvement in 2020. And they even have a producer now. So it's happening. Well, 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 well. As much as this is music to my ears, let's not talk about the events of 2020, or even 2021. (laughs) But suffice to say, I expect there will have been some delays to the schedule of the film. Nevertheless, the next unforgettable instalment of nonsense is expected in 2024. I genuinely can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) If you're watching this in the future, Sister Babushka and Sister Alaska... Or if other people are watching from the future, we really hope it turned out as we expected. Also, 
I imagine not all of the original cast will be around anymore. So they might be needing to replace a few of the nuns. So if anyone's looking for some really fun nuns for your film, here we are. <laughs> there's three of us on screen right now and there's a fourth in the wings at Alaska's. We're all good. And as we've established, we love singing. <laughs> we'll sing, we'll dance, anything to be in Sister Act. And that wraps up our list of 10 amazing things that you didn't know about the movie Sister Act. From its unconventional casting choices to its enduring impact, Sister Act remains a cherished classic and we can't wait to see what it has in store for us next. I know. I'm super excited because in three days' time from this episode coming out, I'm off to see the musical adaptation. Dead excited. So exciting. I know. I wonder if Whoopi will be there, if she'll sign one of my boobs. <laughs> Just make sure you let her know that uh, we're available for filming. Oh, of, of course. I'll drop the business card. I'll, I'll make sure it's firmly in her hand before I let go. <laughs> we're experienced on screen now. Radio, screen, anything you want us on, we'll do it, Whoopi. <laughs> so... <laughs> We do hope that you've enjoyed this journey through the fascinating behind-the-scenes details of Sister Act. But I suppose we should also look forward. And so tell me, Alaska, what nonsense do we have in store for next time? Next time? Of course, November is the month of Trans Day of Remembrance. And rather than focusing on the people that we've lost, because there's a day for that, we will commemorate that in a different way, we would like to take the opportunity to focus on positive stories about trans people. So we are going to be bringing you trans stories to make you smile. Here not this smile. This is a bit of a weird smile. <laughs> you have to smile harder, Babushka. You might prefer the stories rather than looking at our weird smile faces. <laughs> yeah, Babushkas don't smile in the wild. It's not how it works. <laughs> Remember to like and subscribe to our channel for all things nonsensical in the meantime. Until next time, stay blessed and stay joyful. So much joy. I'm so joyful we did the thing. Did we do the thing? Oh, we did the thing. I think we did the thing. 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 Weird little touchy fingers. We did the thing. <laughs> right, get out of here, folks. And that's a wrap. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Utter Nonsense. We do hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. If you did enjoy, please do subscribe as new episodes are released at the start of every month. And if you have the time and are so inclined, please do like and leave us a review on whatever platform that you are listening to this podcast on, as it really does help us reach new members out there. We do also have a Patreon that is now available, where if you subscribe to that, you can get behind-the-scenes bonus content and extra clips, all the extra nonsense that you could ever want. And if you can't wait until the next episode, we do recommend that you check out both of Sister Alaska and Sister Babushka's social medias and see what they're getting up to in between filming episodes of this utter nonsense. And just a reminder, 
Any views and opinions expressed by anyone on this show today are completely their own and are not made on behalf of anyone else or any other organisation. And everything is meant in good faith and humour. So, hope you have a lovely rest of the day and thank you for listening. And we'll catch you in the next episode of Utter Nonsense.